0: I'm an artist, and I won't change a word of my play to pander to some commercial Broadway audience.
1: Now, let me tell you something, kid. That's the real world out there, and it's a lot rougher place than you think. You gotta do what you gotta do.
2: We can do the play. What? When? How? A single
1: backer going for the whole show. What type of firm is it,
2: Nick? So don't stick your nose in other people's business, and it won't get broken.
3: Yeah. <laughs> charm. chomp, chomp. Disagreeing little actress, mm. you
2: know. She used to wiggle at this joint in Hoboken, you know. Pick up quarters of the hey. thing.
4: Hey.
3: I'm the
4: I have a confession to make,
3: Alan. No, don't speak. Please, okay. Don't speak, don't I'm speak. Alan. No, silence. To be
2: or not to be. That's
5: the way it goes. <laughs> the play's in trouble.
4: I don't understand the character here. Just do the line off. No!
5: We don't write like people talk. Shut up,
3: everybody! Shut, shut up, shut up, No, 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 don't speak. Don't speak. The monkey
4: glands are working.
3: Are you having an affair with Helen Sinclair? What?
2: You're wrapped with guilt. I'm wrapped with guilt. Are you trying to make my part smaller? She'll get some new lines or I'll your kneecaps to the dance floor. I quit! Besides. <gasps>
0: I think maybe I'll go and check into a sanitarium and get the help that I need, and we'll talk later because it's been good. Don't
2: tell me you still think the world revolves
3: around you? You
1: I don't think her spinal cord touches her brain. Come with us now if you dare. Down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement, what awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show?
4: (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Saturday Night Freak Show. Every Saturday night the Freak Show happens, we gather to watch a movie, then we talk about it for your entertainment you can find us on past episodes on itunes stitcher radio Podbay fm tune in radio cast roller player fm but you already know this because you found us on one of these isn't it amazing or find all of our past archived episodes on our website saturday night freak show dot you can reach out to us on facebook.com Slash Saturday Night Freak Show, where we post all sorts of interesting things about the movie during the week that it airs. My name is Colin, I'm your host. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet radio superstars, including...
1: Travis. Brent.
4: Tom. Sean. And tonight's movie was picked by Travis, and it was the movie...
1: I chose Bullets Over Broadway by by, uh, Woody Allen, my favorite filmmaker by far.
4: Is that from 1994? Indeed, something like that. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the movie? What it is
1: a uh, like a 1930s prohibition era um, story about a man trying to put on a a play, but they have to get the mob to back it, and the only way to get the mob to back it is to have uh, the mob, the main mob uh, boss's girlfriend, be at least. What they're hoping is to be the lead of the play, but you know they're trying to uh, the producer and and uh, the the writer are trying to like weaken her role. And uh, stars John Cusack and uh, and uh, what Diane Weist and Jennifer uh, Jennifer Tilly Jennifer, Tilly. Jennifer, Tilly, Tilly. Plays Jennifer Ullman or Jennifer Tracy, Olman. Olman. Tracy Ullman
4: Tracy Olman Chaz yeah. Palminteri Mary Louise Parker. There's a bunch of stars in this. We found Rob Reiner. Yeah, Rob Reiner. After the fact, which we should have known this probably going in, that uh, Diane Wiest won the Oscar for this performance. She did. Uh, As, what was her name? Sylvia, no.
1: Was it Sylvia Platt? No. No, it was... Uh, Helen, Helen Sinclair, Helen Sinclair, Sinclair. Helen Sinclair. <laughs> in God of Our Father, the most like overdramatic. That's why I love this movie because this movie's kind of like a jab at, at actors. It's the j- no, jab no, at the no, at it, Don't like, talk. No, don't, speak. No, don't speak. Don't speak. Don't speak. Don't speak. Go, don't speak. No, gentle soul. Don't don't. <laughs> I love it when, oh, when she's like, I awesome. took, "This is my favorite spot in the park." <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> in winter when at she, four forty-five. When
4: she first comes to the theater, she's like, you know, like they're all just kind of hanging out. and She comes in. And she's like, look the theater, where all the ghosts have passed and she's like, Ophelia... She's got a, oh, piece.
0: She's got a piece she's got to do, yeah. Every performance of oh, birth.
2: Yeah. Is that a mutt? <laughs> yeah, is that a mutt? I hate
1: mutts! Well, I love the first The first thing she says is, I'm sorry, I had a personal tragedy. My, yes. <laughs> uh, my, uh... PD, uh, uh her, pedicuries. My pedicurist had a stroke and, like, <laughs> like leaned forward on my foot. It had to be banded. had to be
4: <laughs> <laughs> But, uh... Well, John Cusack, I mean, he's basically the driving force in this, uh, well, I mean, it's an ensemble piece, but I mean, he's the playwright trying to get this thing off the ground. But the question, I guess, that the the theme that the movie seems to be dealing with, they're asking over and over again, well, there's two of them. One, do women fall in love with the artist who creates stuff or the man, and... uh,
1: Does an artist create his own moral universe? Like if you if you're only an artist, if you would actually like, well, because uh, Rob Reiner at the beginning sets up the 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 he poses the question that if there was a burning building, yeah. you can only say the last like copy of Shakespeare's plays or some Anonymous. random person, yeah. yeah, you know. So uh, so yeah, they're setting up does a per like uh, a woman love fall in love with the artist and the man, and does an artist set up his own moral universe where he he owes it to the art. To, to do things yeah. only for the art and not for...
4: Yeah, is art more important than people's lives? Which, I mean, that gets answered later in the movie because you see, like, the, you know... The Chaz Palm Terry character obviously feels. <laughs> yeah, he's willing to
1: go the distance for the art where John Cusack has a limit to it. Right. Yep. He has a limit.
4: And the irony is that those two characters are actually on the other side of that. John Cusack is the writer, but he's not willing to sacrifice everything. But if is he the producer? writer?
1: Because once again, like, you know, it goes all back to uh, originally I was saying that this is kind of like, at least I think, a, a very funny uh, uh, jab at. at, at real artists. I think uh Woody Allen was quoted as saying once that if you went to if someone threw up on stage at Carnegie Hall you could find two people in the audience that would think it was art or that, <laughs> who would call it art. So, you know, I think uh Woody Allen just so so the beginning conversation between John Cusacks with his, his what was John Kusak's name, uh, name? David Shane. David, yeah. He's with his wife Ellen, played by uh Mary Louise Parker. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God. A <laughs> uh, very young Mary Louise Parker. Oh,
0: yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's a one man appreciation club going on right now. Really? <laughs> oh, no, no.
3: Oh, my uh, it, I was going to say. Well, more so I, than the rest of us. Holy so shit, I was just going to say one hand clapping over here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Well, in this movie, she's I know all the down, answer to that. I mean, they're all in, like, these 1930s or 20s. Is it 20? this this is like, like, I like 20s? I think it's. 30s, yeah. Yeah, it feels like it after the Roaring 20s. 30s?
3: Yeah.
1: That's why they're, like, drinking paint thinner.
4: I think it's twenties though. Well, they have like the the hats, you know, the bonnets the or whatever. All the yeah, the, the women are wearing made me think that it was twenties. I don't know. It could be
1: twenties or thirties. Twenties or thirties, whatever. Eh. It looks they the never
4: same to us. Say. I don't know if they do. No. You know, but that was one of the things that I was you know thinking while I was watching this movie. It's like you know, Woody Allen is one of those guys. I mean, you know, we saw radio days uh, a little while mm-hmm. ago. You know, it's one of those things where he seems to have a uh, specific. Like, an appreciation for the history of things. Like, he we, grew up in that. You know, he did not yeah.
1: only, you know, not like most filmmakers today that are just kind of going back and looking at the noir movies. and the But Roddy Allen grew up, you know, New York in the 20s. You yeah. know, he's seen it. Or they had know?
4: good researchers or something. I mean, like the production design, the costuming. I mean, like mm-hmm. John Cusack jumps out of bed at one point and he's wearing it. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> wearing a
1: one-piece. It's a nice, like, yeah, one-piece, like, underwear. Yeah. Obviously, they still have one-piece underwear. That would be so awesome. <laughs> Like, it's your undershirt and your boxer right, shorts, like, put together. To it's awesome. Fabric. It's I mean, for the it's summertime when you're not wearing the long underwear. <laughs> you know, the blank man underwear. So Dude,
5: wearing yeah. something like that? I
3: would. Oh, yeah. yeah, hell yeah.
1: Sure.
0: I wear pajama pants. He's wearing
3: it
5: right now. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> and nothing Remember more. this. It almost Travis's looks look, birthday.
3: Well,
1: it almost looks like what bathing suits look like for Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's like Ultimate yeah, yeah, Bathing Suits, yes. So, the beginning conversation. Uh, they're basically talking about. I like how Rob Reiner is talking about how, like, you know, he only writes plays to be unproduced. <laughs> like, I write one every year, and you know, wow. no one, no, no artist has ever been appreciated in this time. You know, it's really heavy on, uh, these people. What they consider are, well, I like that one painter. Like, I paint a canvas every week. Take one look at it and slash it with a razor. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: yeah, if you're
0: lucky, it'll be produced posthumously. Yeah, yeah,
4: oh, my God. That's, and it, that's a good line. It's a very funny movie. I mean, that's the thing. That, you know, it's it's that kind of... See, I don't want to say it's like a dry humor. It's funny. That's Woody Allen's it's, humor, it's, man. It's, but it's, it's not... It's quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's, it's humorous, but nobody, nobody stops It's all dialogue. To, like,
0: nobody's stopping to laugh right. at it. Right, right. It's just... Yeah. It is what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, no one's like
4: the straight
1: man that can, like, see what everybody else is doing. Right, Every, you right, just hear yeah. what's going on. You see the, you know...
5: People say their lines. And there's a lot of talking over each other throughout yeah. the film. Yeah, like okay. And that
1: comes from just you know Yeah. Even the movie the movies of the thirties where that's what you wanted. You wanted to keep it active. If you look at like Fay Ray movies, like that's what I love about like like Mystery of the Wax Museum versus like House of Wax. It's like what's the it's got that hey doll everybody yeah, have it. it's got that everybody cross and talk over each other and it
4: reminded me of like the stuff that Robert Altman does a lot. I mean like in his movies <laughs> like in MASH or in The Player whatever you know and I always wonder like how in the hell do you actually like you know capture this cuz you have to have everybody miked obviously and then you you can adjust levels later on but they're playing everybody at like full Volume, mm-hmm. so you have to, you know, as the viewer, kind of interactively determine who you're going to listen to,
1: right? Well, and I'm sure it's a, uh, you know, it's in like I'm sure once they start with the movie, I mean, they make it a dance, you know, all the they know uh, exactly like the beat of the song that they're fucking coming in on, yeah. so, you know, yeah. it's not such a jumbled mess where yeah, like you said, you can distinctively pick out one. In whichever, you know, if you watch the movie multiple times, you could choose to listen to this guy, choose to listen to
0: that person. Unlike this podcast at times. Yeah, (laughs) for sure.
5: But then, I mean, and not only, like, are there, you know, jokes in the dialogue, but there's so much physical stuff going on, too, just in the background of every scene. And there's always at least, like, three or four people in each shot. And they've all got their own thing going on. I mean, you really can go back and watch it just for, like, each character if you wanted to.
3: Yeah,
1: well, just like, I always like, I just think Woody Allen really did. I mean, most of his filmmaking, to me, is, it really does represent the 1930s, 40s style. Because his camera, I mean, he's not so boring where back in the day most people came from theater directing, so they put the camera up they let the actors walk around because every everybody at that point was so not used to the way movies were made. So yeah. they just, like hey. You're saying
4: back in the day being like the 30s and the 40s. Yeah,
1: you yeah. just put the camera up and watch the people move around, and you know because like we like said, the they had yeah stage book. Right. But Woody Allen's at least smart enough to move the camera close in, yes. pull back, do you know? He's still
4: all the same shot.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is a yeah. lot of lot of long takes in this, and that's what I wanted to ask. This movie shot like he's filming a play. There's a lot a lot of movement. And anything was that is that his style, or is that specific to this movie because it's, it is about a well, play? Is. He,
1: I mean, he doesn't do it all the time, but he does do it a lot just because you know, like I say, he did, like, as far as I've heard, uh, if we want to get into just a tad history of Woody Allen, like, Woody Allen, just straight-up comedian, right? Wrote jokes for, uh, uh, Oh my god, I can't remember the guy's name back of the Burl. day. No, I have no idea. Carson. No, the Tonight Show guy Carson. back of the day. Jackson. No. Jack uh, No, no, no. Not even the Murph Tonight Murphy. Show guy, but like the big, like really big shoe. Who's that guy? Uh, oh Murph. No. No. That's uh,
5: <laughs> uh, uh fucking
1: <laughs> Beatles around <on>. uh, him. <laughs> Ed, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Well I heard it's
0: right. gonna be a really great shoe. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm hoping it's so, Ed Sullivan at this point. But uh <laughs> <laughs> But so Woody Allen started writing jokes anyway, so he kind of got into movies on accident, just because oh, you're, you put comedians in movies, right? Well, then they're like, well, you just he he made so much money his first like like uh, film or two that they're just like, well, you direct it, you're the genius, you direct it. And he's like, I don't know anything about making movies, I better kind of look into movies. But he went like the way like I guess I don't I don't know I don't nice want to say wild. a scholar, but just yeah. like person that's like. Well, who is this Fellini guy? Who is this? He actually studied movies and mm-hmm. so you can see the progression of his movies. You can see uh so I think yeah, I think when he, he I think he does, like I said not every movie takes that like stage play like but a lot of the ones that he 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 does that are a little bit more I don't want to say surreal, but the ones that you could tell are more play like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the dialogue's more play like, right. the people are more eccentric and like he's got one called a uh, he actually has a musical called "Everyone says I love you oh,
4: I've seen that, yeah. yeah that yeah.
1: one really stands out to me that you got the apartment and you really just see you know people move around, but I think that's really just the
5: style yeah. of you, just kinda well, i mean the fact that he he is a very visual director, but his films as a collective to me always do feel more like like they could you could you could translate them to the stage and it would be the same experience. And most of
1: that is. Like, Annie Hall was a play. Right. Well, a lot of his scripts are play. Well, I'm sure when he writes them, he doesn't know what kind of finance he's going to get. Hey, this could be a movie or a play. If he doesn't, you know. <laughs> right. There's some Does movies. Does he write
4: some, a lot of plays?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got tons of plays, too, that yeah. I don't even know most of his plays. I've got three books of his that are like the complete prose of Woody Allen, and those don't even necessarily have his plays. He's got one movie that it was popular as a play, then they made a movie out of it, but it really didn't make big waves. I almost didn't even know about it with Michael J. Fox called like Don't Drink the Water, I wanna say it's called. It, no. Seriously, it's like it was like I wanna say it was around the time of Curse of the Jade Scorpion. Mm. But it really just didn't make that but yeah, he definitely has plays that are separate from his his movies. And this sometimes movie. they cross.
0: This movie got made into a play after it was released.
4: That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. Because it was definitely written as play dialogue. It is. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lack of, like, you know, set-piece action moments in his movies. I mean, it's all, you know, it is. You know, we're setting a stage, and, you know, the characters are coming in, and they're interacting with each other, and then they exit, and then you're on to the next scene.
5: It's so interesting how, I mean, this is a movie with a play within it, right? So, like, you don't really learn anything about the actual plot of the play that they're putting on it's just used for jokes no
1: you just know that like because I mean the only way they even really touch on it is like people are like eh it's a good play but it's a little stiff you know this guy's kind of a good playwright
4: he's had two flops before yeah but they talk about enough of the play not enough for the audience to maybe get a handle on you know all the scenes in it but some mm -hmm. parts of it are performed parts of it are read you know I mean, I know who the characters are. Well, I just, I'm just yeah. saying that... There, it's uh, her,
1: yeah. What did we say Diane Weiss name was? Uh, Helen, 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 Sinclair. Sinclair. Helen Sinclair. Helen Sinclair. You know, she's... I mean, right. her first scene, she's kind of like, well, maybe if I get to know the director, I can, like, color up my performance. And that's, <laughs> yeah. like, what the whole movie's kind of about there. Because she is placating to the ego of the artist. Yeah. Yes. Or here's the question we're talking about, right? The question at hand. She's placating yeah, yeah, to the yeah. ego so she can make her role better. The way she wants to play. I like her. I never play. Uh, I never play. What uh, what's she say? A uh, woman
4: who's frigid. No, uh, she, no yeah, like
0: something in virgins. Something in uh, virgins. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I never
1: play. I never play frumps or virgins. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Frumps or, or virgins. Thirty tops. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so she's just. I mean, all she's doing is like, you're such a genius. Oh, your words, your words. You know. If only they were yeah. slightly <laughs> different. Yeah, oh, you, and then, uh, but she's always like, but is there any way (laughs) we could just, you know, (laughs) kind of, if only this wasn't... Brighting her up. It's kind of genius, you know, because he's so starstruck that he's even been able to have a conversation with this Broadway actress, even though she's kind of had some flops or whatever, that he's just like, oh, definitely, I have to trust your instinct, I have to, you know, whatever. Which actually becomes like a thread that he's constantly kind of like... Uh, questioning his own people, it's easy to make him question his own artwork just based on yes. someone else's opinion. If he respects somebody, they could easily be like, "What about this?" And he's like, "Oh my god, what about that?" Oh, oh, oh. even so much where when uh, well, I like when uh, when uh, Cheech finally does make like the
4: good uh,
0: the good recommendation, yeah, the, the good, good recommendation, idea. everybody has to uh, <laughs> well, kind right, of admit that
4: that's a great. better idea. I mean, like I didn't see that coming. That was like one of those things, you know, right? There's the the mobsters assign the. Uh, well, yeah, because the mobster's girl can't act at all. Jennifer which, Tilly. which actually, that's something. <laughs> like, oh like, when you, when oh you act that you can't act, like that's got to be hard to do. N- with nominated
0: him. for an Academy Award. What's she for? Yes, that? for this role. Yes,
4: <laughs> but she's uh, assigned a bodyguard, which is Chaz Palmintieri Cheech, and so oh, yeah. he's like he hates fucking being there, and he's like <laughs> he the boss makes him read lines with her. You he know, specifically
1: has that scene gay where he just hates her. <laughs> like he just knows me, <laughs> Like oh my up. god, her voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: you
4: can't do that. <laughs> yeah. But then he makes this uh, really inside after sitting there in the back of the theater, like watching this day in and day out. He makes like a really insightful uh, ad- addition to it in, in terms of an idea that they're like, man, that that's actually like, <laughs> yeah, idea. like the, the
1: woman should. I actually think I know the the, the play story because <laughs> there's the lieutenant who's the husband. There's the there's the wife. He's leaving the wife for Tracy Oman, who's the younger the woman. And uh, Jennifer Tilly is supposed to play the doctor, the therapist. And they're supposed to like stay in like their apartment, like no one must leave the premises or whatever.
0: Yes, Jim Broadbent being the uh, the, uh, uh,
5: the, in the the lieutenant. The lieutenant, right? Yeah, all. Jim his Broadbent's voice. also yeah. in this movie. Yeah.
1: His his, <laughs> his character, yeah, yeah that's it's a really great good
5: character. That's one of the best I've seen in a long. Just year. the voice, just the voice, right. makes me crazy. I can't do it. I wish I could. And lovely, idea, like, lovely. That when it starts, lovely, out, lovely. lovely. Thank yeah, you. As sir. the producers, <laughs> I'll take the
0: line now, please. Thank you, lovely.
5: They're you know you. the producers and John. Cusack, or are, are the the producer, who's the producer? It's Jim. What was it? Jack Warner. Jack, Jack Warner. Warner. <clears throat> like I said, Jack Warner. Uh, <laughs> the uh, you know they're they're getting all these actors, well known actors, together, and Jack Warner's he's trying to, de- I guess, dissuade Cusack's character from from choosing uh, Jim Broadbent because of his compulsive eating problems. <laughs> yeah. he, he lays out everything that happens in the movie before <laughs> it happens. He's like, no, he can't do that because he's going to get stressed. He's going to start eating again and by opening day he's going to be as big as... <laughs> what does he say? As big as... <laughs> as big, big as my wife's si- ass. Or my <laughs> sister... My, my, Did I say sister's sister's ass. ass, ass or something yeah. Guy that, something yeah. like that. And sure enough, you just watch like... And it's funny every time that guy's at the craft <laughs> services table or like...
1: Oh, just... I, could I trouble you for just boiling water and a little tea? Stuff? Yes, yeah,
5: because that's, uh, that's, that's, that's what it goes from. It goes from that to, like, <laughs> pulling chickens out of his pocket.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, he's going to have an
4: affair with, the, uh, with uh, Jennifer Tilly's character. And, oh, yeah, b- before we get started, hold on, let me reach in my pocket. He's
0: got a leg. Chicken leg. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tom,
5: will you let other people speak, please? Jesus. <laughs> Tom, did you like the movie?
4: <laughs> That's a wrap-up question. Oh,
5: leading
3: the
4: witness. Leading <laughs> the witness. Mistake.
5: <laughs>
4: so uh, I think, uh, well, the whole thing, like you know, from that moment of like you know Cheech contributing the idea, like that spirals into like this whole you know it opens up the movie where Cheech actually starts co-writing the story. Yeah. He knows more about like the dramatic intentions of all of these characters. What would seem more real? What's exactly, the, the real way? thing
1: is the big thing, right? right? Because I know John talk. Cusack, they're all pretentious artist guys. Right. They're you know trying to. Well, I want to add a, a poetry to what he's like. What? But no one talks like that, you yeah, know. Yeah, like yeah. that's why it's boring. You know, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my God, I just love his character in this.
4: Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was interesting to kind of watch, like, the whole thing, because John Cusack thinks that he sold out to the mob, obviously, because they're financing the play. You know, I'm a whore. Yeah,
1: I'm a whore. That's why he demands that the guy that gets stressed out eats. That's why he demands that. He's like, I made this... uh this uh, compromise on having uh, all, Olive or whatever be in the play, so you have to get me... Uh, I need someone game. legitimate.
4: But he yeah. doesn't seem to recognize that he's selling out... He's changing his own work at the whims of right. Alan Sinclair. Because right. she that's just the is a part, master yeah. manipula- manipulator. <laughs> well,
1: because yeah. she's placating to the ego, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, you're such an artist. You're such a, you know, your words, your words, and all that jazz. And yeah. he's just falling in love with her... You know, just because who you know, whatever she's acting. You know, she's you can yeah. tell the yeah. line, She's oh, yeah. she's just so over. She just tries to make poetry out yeah. of her own lines, right? Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: I like yeah. to think they're lines from all the other plays that she flopped in. She just yeah. bring something them like, them like that. Right? Bringing them back yeah. to fit in. Yes.
1: Yeah, it like fits his little like narrative in his own head on what being an artist is. Speaking all fucking fruity. <laughs> yeah,
4: but I love the uh, the other other one. But the uh, <laughs> the idea that like when he tries to. Confess his love that he's falling in love with her. She's always like, you know, that's the running gag in the uh, movie. Just don't speak, don't, 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 no. Don't, no. Speak. don't, don't, don't speak. Don't. <laughs> she
3: shoves
0: her hands
4: in his face. <laughs>
0: no, no, don't, no. no.
4: Yeah, yeah. she doesn't want to hear it. She no. just wants like a physical. Like, just change the play. I don't want to keep be in love him. With yeah, in <laughs> You know, generating. Well, eventually she's gonna. He's gonna write a part for her in another play. Well, be still she says be still don't speak
1: (laughs) no that's right when she does my favorite spot I've once heard in my life somebody took took a girl to where he goes to write and I'm like you're a fucking (laughs) asshole that's what you are that's when you know someone's an asshole so if they they tell you they have a favorite spot they can have a favorite spot that's all their own if they show you it and tell you it they're an asshole (laughs)
5: well he was probably just trying to get laid right
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're an asshole. It's like, you know, that's the point, that they're trying to seem deeper than they actually are. Like, I have a favorite spot. I know exactly at this time it is the most beautiful in the world. You know, it's just like, oh, my God. It's just bullshit.
4: It's sharing. Sharing your special moment
1: with another person. Yeah. I know nothing about that.
4: (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that takes the movie in a completely different direction, which is kind of cool, and then, you know... It brings the bullets over Broadway. <laughs> it seems yes. like the mobsters are yeah. just uh, you know, taking out people left and right. And eventually Jim Broadbent gets involved with Olive, which then creates a tension between him and Chaz. Is it Chaz?
0: Chaz. Chaz.
4: What's his real name? Cheech. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he threatens to kill him. I thought that was a really cool... See yeah. Like, yeah braces him on the street but he also like, he doesn't want to cuz he's
1: like he's like I olive's just ruining my work you know like you know she's not only is her acting affecting just her being there affects it because like i said he want he wants this guy this guy's a good actor he, he wants him to be in the play that's mm-hmm. the best for the play but he also ha- he's the strong arm for nick volani he can't have him messing around with olive Right. Olive, olive, charred, charred, <laughs> and it's the charmed, best. Charmed.
0: Earlier in the movie, where uh, Cusack they go and meet Olive for the first time, <laughs> that's and, so funny. and he's in the background. Just <laughs> and Utah, cut his fucking legs off. <laughs> yeah. oh, he's my the head down a whole conversation.
1: pull his fucking legs. I had to hear that. Oh my god! Yeah, that's. I mean, that's where the real humor. I mean, that's like the. The one straight, like if, I guess, if there's a straight man moment in this movie, it would be John Cusack just looking at the angle from the Bob. You know, looking at a normal man dealing with the Bob. You know, because he's. But just- that's
4: an absurd situation. That's what makes it funny. I mean, it, I mean yeah, but
1: the, the I always refer to the because, uh, like, uh, okay, I always thought like Kermit the Frog. He's the straight man because people are talking and he's making comments that, to you, the audience, he's like kind of like. Kind of being rude in their face, but he's the straight man. He's just making these observations like, oh, God, I think I'll have a double of a- anything. You know, <laughs> right. I'll, uh, I'm getting, I'm sick. I think I'm going, I'm laying, you know, I need to right, get out of here. He, he's I, you saying know, he's, these uh, things,
0: but it's not affecting it's not anything affecting, around yeah. him. It's, al- it almost like,
1: it's almost like his thoughts, but right. not really, because he is saying it <laughs> just because, you know, but that's what... Uh, You know, we were talking earlier that that you know a lot of times Woody Allen, the people are just talking, talking, talking. No one's really paying attention, and that's mostly true. But John Cusack is kind of making these like, oh my god, I'm you know I'm doing this. I got to do this. I you know
3: yeah.
1: So I would say that's the
5: one. I like it when he's when he goes to Nick and he's like, "Uh, so what kind of business did you say you're in? (laughs) He's like. The keep your nose out of other people's business kind of, so it won't <laughs> get broke kind of business. <laughs> oh, and then there's there's all sorts of there's great uh, threats in this. I, I think he threatens he's going to nail somebody's kneecaps to the stage dance floor. floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah nail so
1: kneecaps to the dance floor. Yeah, <laughs>
5: that's great. It's fantastic.
1: And I think personally, personally, I think Woody Allen's one of the best at directing these like nostalgic movies. Yeah. You know, like no one.
4: As far as the like way you're saying, like the staging, just 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 the look, just the, the look, just the the
0: look uh, of, of, of this movie being from that area from the 20s. Yeah, and 30s, you know, because like,
1: uh, uh, God damn it, dude that did Rocketeer Cap, yeah, Joe Johnson. Joe, Joe Johns, You know, his is a more fantastical, more colory, more where Woody Allen. I don't want to even compare it to The Godfather. It just has that more. He's not, a, you know, it's dark. It's more dimly lit. It's you know, you could tell. The light's coming from above. Right.
0: There's that scene where they're watching the play at the end where it's John Cusack and then Cheech comes up. Down that
3: hallway? Yeah, down the hallway. and that's underlit. No, but that's beautiful. (laughs) Like, Chaz
0: Mahometary's in darkness the whole time until the the guys come from the back. That's great. And, like, John Cusack's just barely getting hit by the light above him. Oh, that's gorgeous.
4: Well, that kind of goes into what I was going after earlier. It's like the, the look of, you know, having seen a couple of his movies... I mean, you were saying it was because he lived in that period of time, and I'm like, either that or you know, he's got a good memory, where they just they, they do research, you know, well, that they're how, how old is he? Or,
5: I mean, what you
4: 70? 70s or eighties by now. I don't know. what seventy. I think he's seventy
0: something at this point. But yeah, he
4: couldn't have been around in the twenties. I mean, yeah, well, thought he was a kid. Well, even then, you know, he's, he was a kid in the twenties. Yeah, I
5: don't know when he, I mean, he was he born. 80, we had to know. look it up. If Even if that you're a talking, it's like 95. We're looking
1: Captain.
2: If he's a kid in the 20s, he'd be like 100 years old. Well, he'd know, be like 90. Dude.
5: We're just trying something. to figure this out. Yeah. Well, at
1: least that maybe, maybe 90 fucking 32 is close or enough. Or Close to-
0: enough to the era where yeah, close exactly enough. Seen, you can see remnants of the era. You know. 10, 20 years later, but yeah. maybe not like, goddamn he, biographer.
4: I'm he's just, gonna, he's <laughs> got an interest in that era. But now we have this kind of, and I'm not saying that this is bad. I'm just saying it's an alternative. You know, it's like there's a more fantastic. It's kind of like you know the Captain America uh, kind of uh, 1940s, or the Rocketeer 1940s is like a stylized, idealized version of you know the, it's the way you want to remember it, or the way you want to think that it was more than. Mm-hmm. The drabness of Right. It's what swinging. It They're was. going
0: to the South Seas Club. Like it's yeah. you see in the yeah, kind of the a, shinier version of it. Yeah. Well sure well, yeah. I mean, nineteen thirty five. Nineteen thirty five. Yeah, it's
1: close enough. He was he was born close enough, nineteen thirty five. That's yeah. Sure. Still yeah.
4: had pictures and stuff hanging right. around in his house. Yeah. Of these yeah, because actually, radio days is about World War II. Yeah, it's okay. not yeah, about yeah, World yeah, yeah, War. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's not about prohibition or nothing.
4: But it, it, there's a realism to it. I guess. I mean, the whole thing is artificially constructed, but it looks. You know, when you're looking at it, it looks so vividly detailed. You know that it, it could. Yeah. It, Yeah, because
1: I can't imagine 1925 is that much different from 35. (laughs) Like it could be like, ah, we got better hats, bigger hats, rounder rims.
4: No hats, you know. Bolo. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the flappers.
5: There was a second Reich, a third Reich. (laughs) That's the difference. There was a third Reich. The (laughs) flappers. I mean, like the flappers. There's more than one scene where they're you know these people (laughs) talking at at a club, and there's just this full on you know. the show production yeah, yeah the showgirls, behind the flappers right that's what they're called uh,
4: yeah right yeah uh, but they're yeah. just doing like the these all out flappers they're all out the
5: flappers are more 20s uh, you know that yeah so, sorry podcast people you can't see they're a little that. bit more yeah, like, like <laughs> dancer was, dancers yeah. but just like that can-can girls sorry no that you know <laughs> that that level of production value like in each one of these scenes you know cuz it's really just focused on these three people talking at a table. Yeah, there's a but, whole
4: you're right, there's a whole production going on behind, behind them. them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it looks good. I mean,
5: yeah. yeah.
4: Well, even what you're saying about him being a you know, good director. You know, I was I was thinking when you said that about the staging, but it was that just kind of idea that like he would take these long extended takes but be able to move the camera and the characters around in a way that it's not like, you know, wide Angle master shot, right? You know, that kind of gets boring. Where the people walk in front of it, the camera actually goes over here into a two shot. and then yeah. They walk over here, and then we widen back up, and we go oh, over the here. And so you've gone to three or four different camera positions within the set, you right? In the different close-ups or yeah. wide angles, but it's all in
5: one. Yeah, long take.
4: Yes. I mean, it kind of gives the impression, I guess, that it, you know, like we were saying before, that it it plays like a stage play because you're able to watch right. these people perform for an extended period of time without a cut. Yes.
1: Right, right. For sure. Sure. And they do say he brings out the best, specifically like in female actresses. What he have like always brings out the best. It it's very he weird.
4: Writes well for them.
1: I think so. Maybe he just like knows how to like talk with them. I don't know what it is. He just because I mean he's gotten Mia Farrow an uh, Oscar. I think got Mia Farrow an Oscar for or at least an Oscar nod for Broadway
5: Danny Rose. <laughs> you always
4: think that some
5: he of got, that. Well, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, he got Kate Winslet uh, right or uh, Kate. Which Kate is sure. it? Back, Back in just this year, right? It just
1: gets so many yeah. people. So Diane many,
0: Diane Wiest won two Academy Awards. Just so, so many people hours. in
4: his movies are get nominated, whether it be Sean Penn for uh, so Chaz Palmenteri for this movie. They they have, like, you know, it's like like Quentin Tarantino. He's somebody who can like allow actors time to actually act like long form scenes, where so many movies are you know that we watch are made up of short you know moments. You know, here's the con- you know person walks in, delivers this exposition, gets out. Yeah. Where this is like, you know, you're what are you
1: trying like, to say? That we need to be downtown by five thirty <laughs> exactly. Let's go to the next scene. Right. Cut.
4: Yeah. yeah, car chase. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's creating it's creating the sense of action by the fact that it you know the scenes are short and it keeps on moving. Yeah. You know, where this is like we're actually going to play stuff out where you know characters can interact with each yeah, other. Yeah, let's right? sit
0: here for a little bit and watch.
4: But I yeah. love it, though, because, I mean, this is, you know... it would be Well, they cool have if, funny dialogue, just back and right. forth, back and, and forth. You know, that's the thing, it's dialogue. never
0: boring at that point, because you get the dialogue it's when you're sitting there. Like, Yeah. Right.
4: And the, the thing that it does that, you know, I think is is great dramatic uh, writing at, at all is when characters have, like, a motive that's the opposite of what they're saying, of right? like, mm-hmm. what's coming out of their mouth. And, like, everybody in this at some point was, you know, guilty of that. You know, they they were sitting down having a conversation <laughs> where, like, there's stuff I'm insinuating or there's something that I completely mean the opposite of what, yeah. you know, because this right. is what I want to get out of this. But
5: we're never explicitly going to say that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That may have hmm. just been Captain Obvious, but, you know, I do mean, <laughs> <no. laughs> Well, no, and I think that uh, if you don't tune into that the first time around, I mean, at some point you're going to, but I think again that's replayability because yeah, that's, it's that yeah. much more entertaining when you know that's what's going on. I can't know?
1: tell you how many times I've seen this movie. Yeah, I just sure. can't tell you. It's great. You start to learn the dialogue to the. You start to anticipate the answers, like like, oh my god, what what are we drinking? It's paint thinner. <laughs> you know, you just go
0: back to just just to hear dialogue again. I mean, like like you said, go back and watching. You know, for specific characters and, like, there's stuff you can miss going through and watching this the first time. Just juicy bits of dialogue. I mean, yeah. Jim Broadbent's tossing stuff when he's off screen on the stage and he's saying lines. I right. mean, it's, it's funny. It's definitely got that rewatchability.
5: And the, uh, it's just amazing. Like, within the film, they use the same joke over and over, and it's funny every time. You know, they don't speak. No, no, darling. <laughs> don't, I mean, if that's funny, they find, a, like, a different angle to present it each time. With a Until, good payoff at the end. yeah, yeah <laughs> like a, a brilliant payoff at the end. It's just it's great. It's great.
3: <laughs> yeah, we'd we'll say
4: with that it like cheats the 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 playwright that is be- John Cusack is basically because using Ghostwriter. Yeah, the Ghostwriter. Right. Uh, at the end of it, because he can't stand having Olive uh, ruining his play, he, our play, he whacks her.
1: <laughs> well, because there's the question we were talking about how would an art what artist ultimately give up. Anything like does an artist create his own moral universe because he's an artist? He's supposed to be on a more intellectual level, mm. and that's kind of like what they're proving and in a weird way that the, this guy's no, willing I think to that's, kill. Yeah,
4: that was the thesis. I mean, they laid out the thesis at <laughs> yeah. the beginning of the movie and paid it off. Yeah, I mean that was that was part of the gist of it. I mean, those yeah. the twin thesis. both paid off. At, they were set up in that conversation with Rob, Rob Reiner and paid off at the end. He kills he kills her because he. His art is more important than a human life. It <laughs> I helps say that he's a uh, mobster who's done this, you know, plenty of times before. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love the song. Uh, but, as soon as you, when he's going to the familiar spot, I like. Uh, I like it when a director can show you a familiar. Like all you had to do is see it two times, and it was so fun knowing. Oh shit, he's going down that right. alley. Yeah, going right you know where he's there. Going. And there's the song that, up the lazy river, where the you know, it's like <laughs> oh shit, it's his shooting people on the dock song.
4: Exactly. You know?
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: So and, then the the mamba. Bo- oh,
5: sorry. Well, I just on top of that, I mean, Chaz or Cheech, in his mind, he justifies it because she's a whore. Because she's, hey, she's a she's, tramp. She's what a tramp. A, yeah. She's sleeping with. Well, because uh, she
1: sees him as a no good anonymous person, like Rob Reiner
5: said. Right.
1: What, what, what do you care?
5: Yeah. You know? <laughs> he does what he has to do, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. That's what Rob Reiner said. A famous philosopher I talked to once told me, you gotta do what you gotta gotta do. do. (laughs) (laughs) I like uh, in that same speech when when, uh, John Cusack's admitting to uh, Rob Reiner, his friend, that he has feelings for Helen Sinclair... And Chuck like, I'm wrecked with guilt. You're wrecked with guilt. I'm wrecked with guilt. <laughs> you're wrecked with guilt. <laughs> that's what Rob Reiner does best. He yeah. repeats things in a really yes. hilarious way. Yeah. You're wrecked with guilt. You're wrecked with guilt. <laughs> like once again they're buying into their own like artistic idea of what our human the human drama that's playing out. And is, see, that's you know
5: that's a great scene to go back and watch now because you know that Rob Reiner is having an affair with Cusack's girlfriend, yeah, yeah, Mary yeah. Louise Parker, at the time when he's like, well, you, d- you gotta do what you gotta do, <laughs> you're acting <racked laughs> with guilt, you know. I mean, yeah,
1: Which he, he's trying to prove to himself, he's an artist by not having a moral compass, by choosing his own, you know, whatever. I've been actually having lots of arguments with people nowadays about if we live in a black and white world or a gray world. And, I mean, I think that's kind of what's going on here. An artist creates his own. He's so in-depth that he should be able to, you know.
4: Well, it's kind of funny, too. Like, And I don't know if he was just doing this because he was sleeping with Cusack's girlfriend. But the whole, like, you know, I'm a real artist. None of my stuff has ever been produced. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I think they're convincing themselves, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. They're, if not they're not If they're not to actually get their stuff produced. The true it artists, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why
1: they said that no artist has ever been appreciated <laughs> a in this time. You're a genius. <laughs> You're a genius. Of course, oh, yeah. you are.
0: Because normal people. And and you intellectual call yourself incomprehensible. You're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
3: Ugh,
1: there's so many the funny little jokes like this. I like when Diane Wee she says, Ah, my husband once told me blah 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 blah. Which one was that? Oh I don't know, the one with the
4: mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but Cheech does kill Olive and then oh, yeah. uh, the, uh, the th- make sure I just want you to know. You're a horrible actor. <laughs> 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 Always four shots. Too. That's awesome too. <laughs> like, is that? That's yeah, a
1: little sure. bit more. That's excessive. That's well, but come on, excessive.
0: I mean, he had <laughs> a, he had, he had a thing. Hey, come on,
1: a great what are you talking what we're talking about? What is that? What is that? Twenty-two. I don't
0: yeah, but a but a <laughs> but a great hitman. You know wants to do more. <laughs> Plus,
1: back in those days, you gotta make sure to, like, fucking hit open a vital organ or, you know, it ain't so much just you shoot at someone and they die. It ain't like a poison-tip right. well, bullet. So he is a good man.
0: He makes sure he's sure dead. The intestines
1: inside the stomach, get that shit spilling out, you fucking... Going well, to the way she die by a gunshot. Like, pow,
4: please. pow, 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 pow. That's and then, fucking, yeah. And then she falls into the. Into right.
0: the if, like, I was, if I was a hitman, I'd shoot you at least five times. Like, <laughs> I just, I want to make sure you're dead. I don't want you to suffer. I want to make sure it you're isn't
1: dead. like, like it's really, like, considered. abruptly violent for the movie. You know, just that idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I like about You know, it's kind of, it really takes that, oh, we're having fun here, we're having fun here, but hey, dude, my Even at the very beginning, the very first shot. When there's yeah. those guys, they're, like, taking some crates or whatever from these guys, and then they just fucking blast them, you know? It's like, what are you guys doing? Kill those fucking guys. What are you
5: waiting guys. for? Yeah, what are you waiting for? Kill those guys. <laughs> but I think that the second time it happens, I think it's funnier. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. When he when he shoots, when he shoots, uh, what's her face? Olive. Olive. Uh, that's, olive, Olive. I was laughing. Chom, Chom. I, mean, I like chum, to she Olive, oh, oh all yeah. all sound to her name because <laughs> she's
1: artistic. Olive.
5: And you don't see anything. You hear the pop, 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 and then you hear the splash mm. of the water, <laughs> and that's you know. Yeah, that's it's what you it. get.
4: It's very stage It is,
5: and nice. then yeah, you just make it, a, it like if you're Travis and you see the organs exploding <laughs> and, blood <splattering> <laughs> <laughs> and blood splattering everywhere.
1: This is why you got to do so many times. <laughs> Well, because I had a buddy who watched a horror movie... And he complained that it took so long to strangle a hooker. And I'm like, have you ever... <laughs> sh- <laughs> that is like, not realistic in any way. It takes five but seconds, I was, seconds for I'm her to die. Him, but I'm, that's what I was telling him. I'm like, how the fuck do you know how long it takes to strangle someone? That might take a while. I don't fucking know. Maybe five minutes is a long time when you're trying to strangle someone. When you're trying to like make this a like, quick, yeah. easy thing.
5: I think movies are always shorter. Yeah, well, or, but yeah, maybe yeah, even like,
1: movie... Well, like I, It could even be the director making it seem like... Oh my god, I gotta make this a quick kill. So it seems longer because you just wanna snuff out the life as quickly as possible. So but but still, you know. Like I said, making the excessive violence to me sometimes Oh, whoops. whoa. Whoa, hold on. Oh. Hold on. <laughs>
2: News of the match. I was gonna speak
5: of
0: the
2: validate the extremeness of the four shots later on at the end of the movie in the in the review.
1: Well, that was funny. Well, no. that, <laughs> that, that moment right funny.
0: there, folks, was like Chaz Palminteri speaking up for
1: the first time in the theater. That's what that was. That's <laughs> yeah. what that was right they there. They sounded like Marlon
2: Brando. <laughs> Excuse me, Excuse, but I had to... <laughs> when did, that guy did anything... Like, say something. He did four it was shots like of the, vi- the violence of the, the... When I was, you know, he's like... When I was, during the theater, there were gunshots in the background, which accentuate the violence of the, oh, the of, character. Of the character. Well, that was actually, yeah. she yeah. getting yeah. shot, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, well, the reviewer. The reviewer, the reviewer. The reviewer. Yeah. So those shots emphasize the killing of all of as well.
5: And then Brad Bent, man, when he goes out, he's like, yeah. Coming, darling. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That was dying. so funny. Just <laughs> I'm just yeah. in
4: the garden. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> in the garden. Brilliant. Brilliant. God. His last words as he's dying, you know, because uh, John Cusack runs up. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's like, the last line of the play. She should tell him that she's pregnant. Like, oh my don't, god! That's no. Don't, no, don't,
0: don't, don't speak!
1: Don't, <laughs> speak. don't
0: <laughs> speak! Oh
1: my god! It don't oh, speak! Brilliant. I know people that like don't can't stomach Woody Allen movies, but love that "Don't Speak" but like thing. Oh god! It just speaks to if you listen to this podcast normally. Uh, I hope. Uh, You know that I don't favor actors or people that consider themselves (laughs) artists. They annoy me. They, you know. So I just think this movie does such a great job at, like, really demeaning that and making everything they try to make so poetic or romantic is actually kind of undermining. Because that's actually, uh, what, the original word for an actor, I want to say, from. Greek was Hippocrates or something like that.
3: Oh.
1: You know, because these people, they're, they're liars. For a job, they are liars, you know? Right. So to assume that they're any less than that, they're extremely great liars, so much that they make millions of dollars. So to think that they're anything less in their personal life would be a great, like, you know, over... Uh... Well, there's it's that separation
4: <laughs> right. between, like, maybe the actor who, in this movie, I mean, obviously it's taking digs at them, they're all very full of themselves, and that was what makes it amusing for us yes. to watch them. And the separation between the actor and the art, and I'm not saying the artist, I'm saying like the art, the the response that you have when you watch it, you know, it's like, obviously his play does go on to be a thing, you know, after it's been... Mauled and manipulated, and it evolves from like his original concept. But it's even better they than they he could have ever done. You <laughs> yeah, know, <but> it's <laughs> better, better meaning that like the response from like the people who go see it, they are seeing some kind of human truth to it. You know, it's enlightening or entertaining or something like that. I mean, that's what you know. It's like you have to have actors to to bring that stuff to life. So it's like, I mean, I have respect for it. Well, yeah. It, I mean, watching this, it's funny. You know, because of the way that they're they're full of themselves. But you still have to like.
5: It's funny how surprised everyone is, even Cusack, when uh, the understudy starts going in for Olive, because he's like, "Oh, the play. There's a human element to it now, you know. Like,
3: like everybody. You can't put a
0: script on stage and and get that. You need someone up there reading it.
3: Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Exactly. And but before that, you know, like even the producer, he's like. Ah, they're not going to notice. It doesn't matter. It's just, you know, it's a small part. We'll take out some of our lines. (laughs) And that's kind of, like, I think that's the Broadway audience. They're like, this is supposed to be good, so we're going to like it no matter what, you know. And then when they actually do see something that's, like, actually good, it's, like, blowing all of their minds, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's going to be, like, the greatest play ever because... A cheat. <laughs> yeah, it came from a real place. It didn't yeah. come from yeah. a, a yeah.
1: hoity-toity, like, trying to make a point. Mm-hmm. He's right. not trying to make a point. He's trying to make it more like real life. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to make the situations, like, whatever... Right. Like when he's just like, that way it's not boring. <laughs> it's like, you should have him notice her. Yeah, that way he's not boring.
5: <laughs> what is it? The very first time you see that, what does he say? He gets up because Olive's doing a uh, some oh. sort of line and he's like, ah, fuck this or something.
1: <laughs> she's like, she's like ma- masochistic. Masochistic? Yeah, I mean someone that like enjoys pain. What is she retarded?
5: Like, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. You know? yeah. Uh, Fuck I this. It, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh my God, when they're reading each other's lines, like, you got to help all of practice. She's got lines to remember. She's like, you are fa- like reliving your mother's. Ba- ha! Ha! It doesn't say ha. I can add it if I want. No, you can't. <laughs> so it's almost like a child like <laughs> argument. Yeah. Oh my God.
5: Her, her two ad-libs were ha, and then she was working on her ha-ha. Oh, ha. Well, like
1: a, a <laughs> laugh. Like a like, <laughs> ha ha
0: ha 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 <laughs> I, th-
5: I think we're glossing
0: over something here, that Travis does a terrific Jennifer Tilly impersonation. Process. It's because I've watched yeah.
1: so many, like Woody Allen actually writes ditzy. If you watch uh, Mighty Aphrodite, Mia Sorvino was nominated for Academy Award for a similar kind of ditzy character. He just, he writes, it's almost like he writes the same kind of one.
5: Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, he's done so many, I mean, it's like how, you know, he's he's obviously trying to go after some some great white buffalo. I mean, he's got, like, a bunch of them, like, you know, 10 or 20 that he's going after, but, you know, they keep coming up as themes or characters. <laughs> they and, do, you know, well,
1: because, like, I don't know, once again, I think it's kind of that, well, like, I don't know. If he does, like, a movie a year, right?
3: I mean, he does. Like,
1: yeah. Like, ever since he started, he's got, like, at least 40 movies, if not more than that. Yeah. Goddamn genius. <laughs> He's a goddamn genius. Genius. Seriously. It is impressive. Everybody should watch more of his movies.
4: Well, it's the thing. You wonder why, like, you know, I mean, he's a a name. You know, I'm saying he's maybe a household name. But then you try to pin people down to, like, you know, what's your favorite Woody Allen movie? And, like, nobody's seen anything. I mean, you know, again, this is around the crowd that I hang
3: around. Well, no, (laughs) it's a
1: fact. I swear to God. like This this was was
0: my first Woody Allen movie. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> wait, were you here for... Son of a bitch. I was not. I wasn't here for the last one. Oh, oh, you weren't here. We oh, had okay. a
4: sub for uh, for Sean. Uh, oh. Yep. I also had awesome. a sub
2: for me.
5: And Tom was oh. not here either. So this is t- Tom's first freak show. Is this is your Woody first Allen.
2: Woody Allen movie? Yes, it was.
5: Well, we're sorry, we you couldn't be here for it. <laughs> <laughs> um... For, I was trying not to pass out. Yeah,
2: I fucking love Woody Allen. I don't no, know. Just I, his dialogue i I always like, never liked Woody Allen. I, it's just the. It's
1: your first movie. You just saw
2: one. He's yeah, forty movies. How do his, you know you won't like one of them? His public perception. Oh bullshit! I don't want to hear. I always kind of like. What the? What they call that? The all metal?
4: right, here I'm gonna yeah, get. <laughs> this is the can. The but like wait, Mia this, Mia wait, Farrow had an adopted daughter. That? Yeah, oh, no, that's wait, why no, everybody. Is that what you're talking about, The like, the affair with the under... Or just, like, the way he comes across?
2: Yeah, the, like, the, in interviews. Like, the... Uh, the, the you the, don't uh, like people yeah, the, 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 the affair? Feeling, like, nervous. And, the, and the, the way he comes <laughs> across? And just, like, he's always kind of like this, like, hipster douchey kind of New York the Hipster attitude, douchey? And it's like... Dude, Woody
1: Allen got me to take an earring out of my ear. Because it's like, I don't fucking need this shit to impress motherfuckers. <laughs>
2: When I when I think <laughs> of <wrong>? you know <laughs> when, I, oh. when I think of of Woody Allen and, and what he like the image that you know this kind of like theory that's formed in my mind of his character upon watching this movie like it only like I saw that in this movie like in the way he wrote the characters like. That they're all, like, uh, little balls of neuroses bouncing off of each other? No, no, no. Just the whole, like, just really just uh, the artist. But he was jabbing
1: at it. I don't...
2: Yeah, but then he's, like, he is, like, he was John Cusack, you know?
3: Well, that's no doubt about it. Well, I mean, he so, wrote the movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's- so like he is John Cusack. So he's representative of John Cusack. But then John Cusack's cheating on his wife, and like is kind of like
1: I mean, it's just every one of his movies is about you have a decision to make in your life, and when your life starts to change in some undetermined way it makes you question the existing relationships you possibly have. And it's all about, should I be happy with what I already have or since I'm going through these changes, should I try to leave this as part of my path? I mean, this is why I love Woody Allen, because to me, this is the true human drama of life. This is why I really don't like love stories and movies, because those are just placating to a romantic feel-goodery bullshit where this is the real drama of romance where it's like... It's really questioning how you feel about everybody at every moment because I think that's what people kind of really do. I don't think everybody's ever 100% secure in every decision they make their whole lives. You're always like, God, did I make the right decision? What if I can get this better girl who's better for me? I could have a better life. Not that I don't have a good life now or, you know, because people get depressed, they like, I don't know. I. I don't
5: know. I agree. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's just good satire. I think that what it's doing is it's taking these, you know, seemingly ridiculous characters on screen, but it's everything that they're going through is real human situations.
1: Yeah, like Olive. Okay, all the reason Olive is, is going to fuck around with this actor, even though she's got this big mob boyfriend or whatever, is because she says just in, like, one scene... She's like, oh, you said you can, like, get me other roles or whatever. You know, this is Olive's thing. She just wants to fuck her way to the top, you know, the way, like, tramps do or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, everybody has a sort of neurosis or, yeah, like, a type of, like, just selfish aim.
4: But I think that's, I mean, that's the thing that makes character interesting, right? I mean, that's, that's, that you try to give your characters that so you, have, you build drama. Because well, he's isn't perfect. Like, right, but I mean, it makes... But it does add, like, that flavor and makes people seem more realistic. Right, like we were realistic I mean, like, the label, yeah. This is what's missing, I think, from so many of the movies that we watch that all seem like that they're cookie-cutter, you know, things where the motivations are always, you take out the, uh, what? Like, Trash? Got,
1: Garbage? No, like, there's always, like, you know, like, <laughs> there, always, you like, you
4: know some character experience, some... You know, catastrophic loss in his past that that makes him either angry in some way. I just saw Godzilla where there's a guy <laughs> in that. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, so we can check off these traumatic things from childhood. It's like, you know, so they're, they're tropes that you go back to. You just have to change what's the trauma. But they're always going to be some kind of trauma that defines this character. And that's the only thing that pretty much defines that character for the rest running time of that movie. I'm not saying Godzilla, but this is, you know, a lot of movies. A lot of the movies that you A lot from, of movies. Where this gives you, like, you know, people who are three-dimensional. They have, like, a whole bunch of stuff going on. Where well, they, they, like, trip into <clears throat> faults.
1: Where yeah. they can, like, realize almost two or three times that, like, oh, my God, I made a, dis- I made a bad choice. Oh, my God, I made, I made another bad choice. Yeah. Oh, my God, I thought I was going to make the right choice again.
5: And <clears> it <throat> makes them more human. I think that might be it. Because that's what Woody Allen, like, when he's in his films, that's what he's so worried about, the decisions that he's already made and how it's affected his life like you said and like that's that's the same you know i mean we see it with in broadbent after they, like they almost like his
1: movies are also about how people fall for people they think are wiser than them the teachers the that you are, know cuz yeah. it's easy to fall for someone you think is smarter than you because you're just so like bewildered you just give them so much credit yeah that you whatever you yeah you forget
5: you know and it seems like these characters are making these decisions the first time around without really thinking of the uh, circumstances. And then it's only later that you see these scenes where, you know, Broadbent's at a restaurant eating a whole bunch of different, you know, meals and he's ordering more potatoes and he's just oh, like, like, what have I done? You know, because, I mean, all this shit's coming down. He's got the mob on him now and, you know, yeah. he's really <clears> considering the consequences yeah, you at have that point.
1: Of the fuck with a woman.
5: Yeah. At that point, it's too late.
4: So then, I guess I'm coming back to Tom's... You know, Tom was saying that he didn't like Woody Allen... Or the percept- the, the public persona of Woody Allen, and it carried over into the movie. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm just seeking clarification there. Like, what... I mean, if we're saying, like, these are people dealing with, you know, all of these different... Again, I keep saying neuroses. Maybe that's not the right word to say. Narcissism?
5: Uh, <clears throat> I mean...
2: It's, know, it's it's kind of the reason why I don't like M Night Shyamalan films, where it's like he puts himself. All in right, now the role. we're gonna fight. Okay, that's he, he puts himself in I'll the role. I'm bad. like, I am the god savior of the world. It's just like, but he just does do that? Fucking but, but a narcissist, son s- of a
1: bitch. Sometimes smart people have to do that though, I just
2: because fucking hate that. But that's
1: the only way. The only way they actually get to where they are is okay. Like, cause okay, look at Buddha, right? <laughs> yeah, let's get yeah, let's get crazy okay, about this.
5: Wait, uh, if
1: you don't, if you don't, if you have no ego, you would never be the president of a company without ego. You'll never be an actor or a singer without ego. There's just no, there's no way you're not an artist without someone of ego. Right. You don't make. You don't try to spread your own beliefs without having some sort of like. I think people either need either, either trying to validate your own existence or you're trying to. You think you have something to give somebody.
4: Well, yeah, but but, specifically in in this case, it's like we're talking about, you know... I mean, the M. Night Shyamalan thing, I'm thinking like Lady in the Water, where he makes himself a writer who is basically God, or, you know, whatever. Or he's going to
0: write something that's going to save the world. That's super
4: narcissistic, but in this, it's a satire about these type of characters where the guy, you know, the the, uh, uh, John Cusack character... Like, we're supposed to laugh at him at certain points. Right. Like, uh, I, that's that's well, self-deprecating. Well, right. right? Woody Woody Allen. Allen. He's, He's like, looking at himself and saying, here's the shit that's wrong with me. Yes. Well, see, I don't even think that
1: necessarily, because, okay, I've been watching Woody Allen movies my whole life. I still can't necessarily say... I- I'm pretty sure this is a character his whole neurotic it's a character that's what makes Woody Allen a comedian he's created a neurotic character I've
2: seen like that straight he interviews can, with him yeah he he's right. not like, like, like oh right. like,
1: Jesus yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this is crazy yeah, yeah. I don't believe yeah. this uh, yeah. you know he's hes not that but that's his character like Jerry Lewis doesn't just walk around like oh lady you know god what wish he did oh so <laughs> do I so but i think so i think because he's kept with that so many people have adopted that as woody allen's right. personality. right and it's
4: amazing how you know now that i'm thinking about how long it's actually been since we've seen that personality in like a movie i can't even think like how long has woody allen been himself and are you probably you've seen more of his well, movies I woody allen i mean it's like at least usually 15 comes back
5: years or something like that since he's, he's coming out with something he's starring in something I don't know if it's his film but he's starring he? in something soon yeah well,
4: like he's directing stuff and he's yeah, he he always really directs. Like a perif- yeah but he's well uh, the last like thing I, I remember, remember him actually scene. being like, him? we have this remembrance of his character from you know, all on through, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever the hell he was doing in the 90s. But, like, now it's like, it seems like he's more behind the scenes, like, here comes a right because he's
2: fucking it. old!
3: Yeah,
1: he's <laughs> definitely old. It's hard to have, like, that love romantic no, yeah. relationship yeah. with, like a, like, a... He's a okay. fucking old pervert! He's not a pervert. Uh, well, you don't know that. I don't know that. We don't know that. How many perverts marry the victim? I just gotta say that. How many perverts marry the victim for like 20 or 30 I don't even know how long they've been married you know your yeah. favorite
0: director's a pervert it just hasn't come out in the public yet
1: that's true
3: well, Brian Sayers. We, we don't know it's shit like, we don't God. know shit I mean
1: My I'm just God. saying like
0: just cause I...
1: everybody just thinks okay fu- he, was, he was he was he was Mia will Fer- stab you Mia Farrow uh, we'll you yeah Mia Farrow <laughs> adopted a daughter it was Mia Farrow's adopted daughter Woody Allen, I know, I'm not positive necessarily how much Woody Allen had in raising her, but it was Mia Farrow's adopted daughter. Yeah, Mia Farrow lived with Woody Allen, and like, I don't even make try to make this sound like it's a light, because it's a very weird situation. I'm, I will fucking give you that. It's a very weird situation. I'm not saying it's normal <laughs> whatsoever, but I'm pretty
4: sure... Oh, my God. Did she change her name to Dylan? Is she Dylan? I have no There was just something recently in the news, like, within the last year or something. About the
1: other daughter claiming that Woody Allen? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those
4: things where there's smoke, there's probably fire, right? But, I mean, I don't know how much bearing that has on it. Right. It doesn't, like...
3: If he made movies
4: about... Well, I guess he has kind of made movies about, like, grappling with, you know, his attraction to women and stuff like that, but you know it's not like uh victor salva the director of jeepers creepers was like a convicted sex offender who makes a movie about a uh a a male creature chasing down specifically this boy (laughs) who has dyed pink underwear at some point they talk about like he washed his clothes in a in a Mm -hmm. laundry and they were pink and he chases it and like Okay, so that's uncomfortable, uh, you know? Yeah. This is like, it's not that same kind of
1: thing, I don't yeah. think. Like I said, I'm not saying the Woody Allen thing is not fucking weird. I'm just saying TV has just blown it out of proportion, just just like the fucking P.B. Herman jacking off in a the theater thing. It was something to fucking run with to sell right. shit, and it's just, you know. right. It's made a perception of someone we don't actually know. It doesn't mean that we want
4: to be friends with this guy. Right. Right. We don't want to know him socially. (laughs) To me,
0: none of that, I mean, and this is different for every person, but stuff like that doesn't factor in... To the, written, or to the to what the, I'm the, seeing. Well, like I'm saying screen. Roman
1: Polanski didn't marry the girl he fucking like right back. It's like yeah, that's why yeah. it's like I'm just not so much to I'm not so quick to jump on him because it's like sexual predators one thing. Someone that marries a fucking young Asian chick that just so happened to be adopted by his fucking wife. <laughs> yeah, weird, <laughs> weird. Yes. I think she was. I can't. <laughs> God damn. it I don't want to say this like out of balance, but I want to say she was even 17 or 18. I, think so. yeah, I don't even think I she, she was, she was, was some cool. young bullshit, it's just like the whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre, fucking, uh, who's the real guy, damn it, uh, Ed Gein, Ed Gein, Ed Gein did not have lampshades of skin and shit like that, that was shit that the, that the, 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 the police and the judge, just because they're, you know, they're, they're just whatever, they're over fucking exaggerating what the hell's going on, because it is so bizarre, it is so weird, and it's, just like, you know why I swear to fucking God everybody hates Canada? I swear to God. You know why? Wait, it's because fucking WWF. <laughs> yeah, it's a big joke. It's Whoa. a big joke how everybody Whoa. hates Canada. It's a big joke. And I guarantee it's wise because WWF had a big, like, fuck Canada back when Brett Mike. like Plus,
4: there was the blame the, Canada thing in South Park. What that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Oh, that, yeah. That's so what I'm that. saying media
1: has a lot to do with people's like weird, like national, like perceptions. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's, I mean, weird. we'd never yeah.
4: go see another Tom Cruise movie because he's doing something. I will like.
1: actually never go <laughs> <So> see. <laughs> so I'm right on that. I'm part of. I'm in that club. Guys, a
2: freak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just I <laughs> if you
4: make a personal distinction that, like, I am morally opposed to like everything that this person stands for, then I'm just not gonna like allow. You know, not gonna go participate in this <laughs> or see sir. It, Like, you know. <clears throat> Disney. Uh, People don't Disney Chick-fil-A. You know, I mean, like, there's all sorts of stuff that, like, you know. But now that you have seen the movie, it's like, is there, you know, a way to experience the film as a film? Yeah, without of, taking it personal. Without seeing the man behind the curtain, or is it impossible with a Woody Allen? I think, I think without in, stabbing in, in, with in this time.
2: specific movie, you saw the man behind the curtain. Because it, he was... The movie was just about him and his society, and that's what I took out of it. Hmm. But how
1: do you know it's a society? So you're assuming this oh, is real. Think, like well, I said, this guy. It's
4: about like it's about creative pe- writers and directors and actors. But when you write what you know, he. I mean, because there is a reason. I, mean, I remember when we
1: first started this podcast, we talked about Woody Allen. You like highbrow comedy. But, you know, I'll say, like, yeah, it is fucking highbrow comedy. It is smart comedy. Mm -hmm. These people are New Yorkers. There's a reason why Mm -hmm. only, really, the East Coast really appreciates Woody Allen and, and, like, foreign people or whatever. (laughs) Just because... Well, it requires like,
4: patience. It requires yeah. attention. Well most and, of it's downright goofy to me. That's why it's like, I don't think it's
1: that high brow. Really, a lot of the dialogue is goofy. But, He's just kind of saying bizarre, random,
4: goofy things that... But it's not Godzilla. I mean, like, the stuff that it's you look not at... Godzilla. The stuff that makes fuck tons of money at the movie theater It run, is t- diametrically opposed to this. It's, small, small, I drink so that,
2: much, I pew! <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's
3: the comedy. Yeah. yeah.
4: And again, I'm not like not saying anything against not these other movies. It, yeah. I think you have to. In a perfect ecosystem, would support both. But unfortunately, I think the way that the the market is shifting, these type of movies get less screen time. They end up playing like you know at some theater at some you know at a major metropolitan city center, and they don't come out to the sticks. And so people in the sticks get Godzilla. And, you know, whatever we else are, is the big thing that, you know, came out last week. And we are America, right, so gonna, we've
1: always appreciated, like, the John Wayne. And we don't like a neurotic, I find. I find a lot of people just don't like a neurotic, where I think it's funny. I think it's funny doing the...
4: Who's a modern-day oh, neurotic uh, uh, comedian who is... Almost nobody. Movie. Most
1: comedy now is, like, Will Ferrell, Danny McBride, where the people are overconfident. They're overcompensating oh, uh-huh. for their own uh, right. uh, self... Uh,
2: yeah, like a Zach girlfriend. Lord
1: a Loathing. I don't want to say loathing, yeah. but like a self. Pick a word.
4: Pick a word. Any yeah. word. Loathing? Yeah. Oh, you said, no, okay. <laughs> self, self. Self-absorbed.
1: Are we wrapping it up?
4: <laughs> <laughs> we probably should.
1: wrap-up time. <laughs> wrap up time. Brett. Brett.
5: Oh, hey. Whoa. Oh, Come on down. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Uh. <laughs> there, ha! There were no there were no dinosaurs in this film. Uh oh boo. I just wanna preface that. Dinosaurs. This this is it is. It's your um I wanna choose the right word. It's it's your classic Woody Allen film, I think. I think if you like Woody Allen Some of us don't. Uh I think that it's it's totally and I do, by the way. But I, I think that it's 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 everything that you want to get from one of his films. I think that he does have a satirical narcissistic look at his own world. And I think that, or just in human behavior. I mean, I think everybody has these, you know, little quirks about them. And I think that he, he shines a light on it and, I think he does it in a very entertaining way. I mean, you're going to laugh your way through this film. You're going to get a good story. And, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by all the actors. You know, these these aren't people that you see for the most part. I mean, like Cusack you do. But you don't see them playing these roles on a regular basis. I mean, Cusack, he almost has to have something written. Or he's just got such a strong acting style. Like there's something written into his contract where he's like, I'm gonna be John Cusack, <laughs> no matter what I do, <laughs> and I, I do feel that. I mean, I think that maybe that coincides with Woody Allen's personality too a little uh-huh. bit, um, but at least in this case it does. Um, but I would definitely recommend it. I thought it was it was a lot of fun, and I even want to watch it again just to see everything that I missed. Tom.
3: Sean, Sean.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I haven't said a lot. No. Um, mostly because I don't, I don't really have a lot to say. You're not deep. <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> not just joking. <laughs> uh, this was a movie. I watched this movie. It does
0: exist as a movie.
2: It existed true. as a movie. It's true. Um, I didn't really, I didn't find it like funny. Really, I mean. I didn't. I did I didn't laugh. I, I didn't find it funny. Um, I got everything. Every every message. Every little quirk. I, I I was watching it. I understand everything that was going on. You sound like me. But you know, it was it was it was it was a movie. It was a particularly good movie. Like a well made movie. Well acted. Okay, dialogue's sharp dialogues You did not like
1: the mob stuff?
2: Uh, I did kinda like the mob stuff. Fuck.
3: Come on, that's <laughs> See, what we're talking like, about. It's a like, good mob like, movie. Like, like, like there the,
2: the, there was some good mob stuff going on. Um Thank you. Fuck. Oh, positive. You know <laughs> it, it, it's it wasn't a bad you know, like it wasn't it wasn't bad watching this. Like I wasn't bored, right? I wasn't, but I wasn't particularly entertained either. Um, so it's just like, well, he—it's—it's—it's it's, like—it's like if you're channel surfing and like the weather channel's on, you're like, ah, it's something on cable. <laughs> All right, it's—it's it's there, you know. You can, you can watch it. Um, I particularly don't like Woody Allen as a human being, right? You don't know so him. Yeah, just from, le- the, from what I the I take, and, and that probably, I, I got a lot of that out of this movie, you know? If this movie felt like him pontificating about himself, and then I sit in my podcast for an hour and a half, pontificating, it's just like... <sighs> <laughs> just even uh, I was, I was,
4: I was still head. on the air, was I was vibrating. still on the air, somebody check the signal.
2: Fist <laughs> shaking...
5: That was your warning, folks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking rough, man. Fucking rough. Uh, Would it be fair
4: to say you were just simply not interested?
2: Yeah, I I, I wasn't interested. I wasn't interested going in, and after watching it, I'm like, I haven't seen a Woody, uh, Woody Allen movie. I wasn't interested going in. Watched it, was like... But at the end, I'm still not interested.
5: But you're on a
3: podcast where everybody's <laughs> bringing. I mean, if
5: we're we're all bringing our own interests, right? So, I mean, you have to go in with at least a willingness. To...
2: I came with a willingness. I came you here said, You tonight. just said
5: you said you went in not interested. I came that...
2: here fucking tonight, right?
5: Well, you can show up. That's fine, but. And I wasn't
2: feeling well either, so like that says something. I could have just fucking stayed home.
5: You could (laughs) have. Didn't you? But
2: I fucking watched the goddamn movie, right?
5: I'll stop.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have anything to say on the fucking podcast because you guys were fucking seeing it all.
3: Well. (laughs)
5: Oh no! Oh, hey, 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 damaging equipment. Oh, wow. That's wow. like making well, the audience. Go I just business. want to make the disclaimer that you don't really don't know a person that is in the public eye because I can go to like a grocery store and read the scandal sheets. And if like if I went by that, then you know scandal sheets. What the fuck? <laughs> if you go by
0: that, then the lady had the three-headed baby, right. And this world is fucked up. Exactly. If you go by that, yeah.
5: So I mean, like Woody Allen, it's no different, you know. It's it's a, I'm sure, like Travis says, it's a weird situation, but it's it's hearing we don't it know through it. a it's filter. It's hearsay. It's bullshit. Right. We don't
1: fucking know,
5: right? Yeah.
1: Like I said, I guarantee no one. No one says boo about Roman Polanski. Everybody sees his shit still. <laughs> like everybody they, still. They
4: did well. He well, wait. Is time but at I want to say He can't, can't come into the right, country he's not he's in the country because so, he fled Before he could be killed. Yeah, exactly right. he, If true, he ever he came steps, back yeah. He'd get Put
0: one into the country It's like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Well, they
4: well, hosted him it. For that year or whatever uh, They Somehow he went But nowadays to the they protect them. Oh, yeah. him yeah And they kept him Under house arrest For a while And then finally The country that was hosting him Said, you know Fuck the US <laughs> Let go Was it Russia? But we were like we're gonna get you wrong <laughs> if it's the last thing
3: we
1: do. We wouldn't do that now. Now we would just take his name off of the thing, wait for it to go quiet, then hope he hopefully he could do X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> that's what and the that's fuck what, is going, that's, that's going on? That's what's going I'm to happen. Pissed. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
2: no, yeah, they're, they're, there's wor- definitely worse people out there than fuck. Well, I'm just way I say worse we don't know. Just, don't like, know just like, just like, just <laughs> no, like. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, well, I'm talking about Roman plants <laughs> But just like Michael yeah. Jackson, we
1: really don't fucking know. Hearsay all over the place. Really, no evidence of it. Doesn't mean I ain't gonna dance the fucking Thriller, right? Doesn't mean right. you know his yeah, artwork yeah, exactly. is not necessarily yeah. representative. He doesn't have movies about fucking little girls, so. There's nothing for me to be like. I can't watch his movies. It's all about molesting little Asian girls. <laughs> They're not.
4: Right.
1: They're just yeah, not that about would that. Be something.
4: Yeah. That if Woody Allen made that movie, <laughs> that would might be, be a little like, weird. Uh, I don't know about
3: this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little to take weird. That year off. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. I
1: swear I'm gonna find a Woody Allen movie for everyone that they love. There's one for everyone. He's made so many goddamn movies. Well, I mean, like, He's so talented, yeah, there, but that's just not there, my rep.
2: There, there could be one out there. I don't know. I, I like I said, I didn't find it particularly humorous. Humorous, but I wasn't bored. So I mean, I guess that's something. Like, but like, do you think you can allow yourself
0: to find that Woody Allen movie, or are you going to bring this in for every Woody Allen movie you see? I don't know. Well, you I
2: got, didn't see. I didn't see the other one. What, what was the other one we watched? Deconstructing Harry. I didn't see that one. Henry. I never seen Andy Hall. Hall.
1: That's disregarding Harry. That's yeah. regarding Harry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that movie. <laughs> so, it's I never like, saw it. <laughs> so it's like, so it's
2: like, I don't, I don't know. I mean this, this movie had some mob stuff that I found that that was kind of interesting. Ritz. But like the whole like play stuff was just like, mm, like the, this, and then like the artists like, you know. Quantification,
0: cool. I'm going to go the complete opposite way. I'm a, uh, first of all, I'm a sucker for anything that kind of shows the behind the scenes working, behind the scenes workings of, of of like you know Hollywood or, or the stage. And first of that got me right off the bat. Um, I went into this, I'd never seen a Woody Allen movie before. I was kind of hesitant, like I didn't know how I was going to feel about this. Um, but uh, definitely pleasantly surprised. I thought the uh, I mean, everything was great. The writing, the acting, um, uh, the directing, especially. I love that it was shot like it was a play just on screen. But more than that, I mean, the camera movement and everything, the long takes, like, that was good. I was a fan. Uh, the overlapping dialogue, you know, people talking off stage, little things here and, here and there. The detail, it, it was great. Um, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, more Woody Allen, please. Like, I'll, I'll watch I'll watch, watch more. I'm, I'm sold good.
4: I mean, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to add to what I've been talking about during the podcast. I mean, uh, except for, you know, that this movie is a comedy. I mean, I keep on getting, like, dogged for the fact that I sit there in comedies and, like, don't laugh. Yeah, <laughs> kind of nice. you laugh. Because, you laugh, Colin. Good because job. this is comedy that works. In in this is a comedy yeah, like that appeals comedy. to me. Yeah. It's like, well, okay.
0: What are you saying about brain candy?
4: Yeah. All right, I'm making a. What does this look uh, like? A, a game? <laughs> <laughs> a disclaimer that this is just you know the people down, down here just don't get it to, to my own personal <laughs> taste. But this is the kind of stuff you know. It's comedy that surprises you. I guess maybe that's the the thing. It's like, I like it when comedy sneaks, you know, the joke sneaks up and you don't see it coming. Well, I think that's or, the, you know, isn't
1: that what comedy is? It's just like a horror movie. Yeah, it, yeah. it needs to catch you by kind right. of surprise. It can't be an obvious guard. setup but to it. I think,
4: it. like, in so many things, it's like, I know where they're going to go with this. I know where they're going to go with that. And, you know, And so it may be amusing, but it's not laugh out loud funny unless it really does, like, catch you completely off guard. Uh, this kind of stuff does because it's just, it's a, it's a, It's very human, so I'm going to say it's absurd, but it's not, like, absurd in, like, an airplane kind of way. I mean, it's absurd (laughs) in, like, the human, natural... Like, you can imagine people behaving like this if you, you know, were eavesdropping on them, you know? And it's like, you caught something. This seems like this isn't, like, forced or anything that we planned to happen. I mean, that's maybe the thing about it that I like. It's like, it all just kind of, like, unfolds in uh, kind of organic... Did I say inorganic? In organic <laughs> way, where it just kind of you know it seems to be comedy born out of the the moment that it's happening, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I mean Woody Allen is Woody Allen. You know the name; he's been around for forty years because he delivers consistently good stuff. I've seen enough of his uh, material to know that uh, it's always it's consistently good. But I can't say that I'm interested in everything. I mean, the guy makes 40 fucking movies. He's going to eventually hit something that you are interested in. And he's going to do a lot of, you know, I mean, unless you're on his exact wavelength, he's going to do stuff that you don't uh, respond to. So, you know, there's that. This one I did because I think I shared with Sean the, you know, I like the uh, behind the scenes of the uh, creative process, you know, actors and directors and all that stuff. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'd give this a definite recommendation.
1: See, I think uh I mean the re- I mean, I don't wanna th- I don't necessarily think Woody Allen, like I said, puts himself into everything he does, but I do think, you know, a writer writes what he knows. If you're a writer focused on Woody Allen does have a lot of movies that are focused on the idea that he was strictly a comedic filmmaker. He learned about making films, which made him wanna make better films, more insightful films. Uh, then people were kind of dogging him for like, hey, what the fuck happened to bananas? You know <laughs> what happened to you know? We had all these crazy zany. Now you're starting to get artistic, but he's like, I'm just trying to, you know. It's like you people said you wanted movies by me. I'm trying to give you good movies. I, think it's I just
4: Like what? Like the first ten or ten or fifteen years, he does something uh, like a broader comedy, not unlike like a Mel Brooks. Well, really, now.
1: his only like broad comedies are really. What's uh, tiger look? No. Well, what that is, but that's like it's not his movie. I mean, it is, but it's it's a Japanese movie completely overdubbed with his his dialogue. <laughs> it's great. It's like a Japanese spy movie from the sixties. And but like bananas sleeper, uh, I would say play it against Sam. Even though play it against Sam touches on some more human elements because that was a play I want to say. Uh, so. Yeah, I just like the idea that his movies do talk a little bit about art because, as an artist, he's someone who kind of like grew into it accidentally. He didn't mean to become a uh, filmmaker. He didn't even know he liked filmmaking. You know, started comedy. Fucking people want to people want comedians and movies. I guess I'll direct one. I better learn about directing. I better watch some of these movies. Watch whatever. Watch what what makes good movies. So he just got consistently better and better and better. He even had a movie called uh, Stardust Memories, which to me Stardust Memories like his most like artistic movie, just because it is kind of about it is about a comedian that made funny films that made art films, and everybody's like dogging on him, like, when are you going to get back to making your funny ones? And he's like, well I'm not funny, I don't feel funny I don't want to make funny movies, I don't feel but then like, in the end of the movie, aliens visit him, and they're like, we're a great fan of your work but we did enjoy the funnier early ones, you know, just because, you know, he understands that people like to laugh a little bit more than they like to be insightful. So I think he just delivers both. I think every one of his movies, to me, b- delivers both. He delivers laughs with insightfulness. I think...
4: Match point?
1: Well... I was gonna say he's got interiors. He has Match Point. He does have his few that are totally serious, and I would actually have to admit those are not my favorite. Because I mean, I'm a Woody Allen fan, but I will admit, like, I will admit when I do not like a Woody Allen movie, I've got no shame what in my fans game. Of
4: thrillers
1: but... might like those. It... Maybe. Well, I like Match Point. Interiors is not a thriller.
3: <laughs>
1: Crimes and, and Misdemeanors is fucking awesome. I did not like almost anything with Scarlett Johansson. I did not like. I did not like Scoop. Even though I thought it was going to be good with uh, uh, a Hugh Jackman, but so Christina I did not personally. like that. Yeah, so well, that's I mean,
4: a straight drama. It's not funny.
1: I can't even necessarily remember it. That's how little of an impression it made on me. Sometimes, <laughs> wait, man, when you're making a movie every year, hit or miss. Yeah. You know, it's for different people. Sometimes he's catering towards a different like idea or. a... So I think, I mean, I don't even want to say I recommend this movie. I just recommend Woody Allen as a filmmaker. <laughs> what? Well, come on, because shit, do he's my favorite filmmaker. What can I say? That's a definite, but as I'm just saying. I'm just saying, well, because that's what I did. I started playing against Sam, 1972, I want to say, his first movie. I went up. That's the way you do it, man. He was genius, fucking genius, dude. And a podcast.
3: <laughs> That's it.
4: All right. Until next week, then. That's a uh, wrap up on Bullets Over Broadway. Next week, Sean is going to be bringing us a film. We're going to sit down and watch. What are we going to watch?
0: Sean? The horror classic,
1: Night of the Lepus.
4: It's a movie about dog. killer rabbits. Bunny killer bunny. rabbits. I want to thank uh, for classing up the Saturday night. Freak yes. Oh,
1: we're gonna get freaky after this point. I, think. <laughs> I showed you guys some art tonight. We're gonna it's get. Back. We're gonna get a little cheap
4: after Oscar this. Oscar winning films tonight. Yes. Next week. next week we Class. are definitely
0: very far from Oscar winning movies.
4: <laughs>
2: very far.
4: All right, so that uh, does it for us, and we'll catch you again at the same bat time, same bat channel. Whoa.
0: Same freak time, same freak channel. Same um, freak time, same freak channel
4: next week.